podcast number 28. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're so glad that you've joined us here on the Unconventional Family Radio Podcast. How are you? <laughs> radio Podcast. <laughs> Got to speak it into existence. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Fantastic. I'll just answer for them. They're doing fantastic. You know why? Good job. Because they're listening to us. The We're back. Uncon Family Podcast. We are back. We've been off just a little bit. We went on a very fun, relaxing, much-needed vacation to Clearwater, Florida, St. Pete Beach. Um, What did you think about that place? Fantastic. One of my favorite places we've been besides Hawaii. But, I mean, nothing here on the mainland compares to Hawaii, so definitely one of my favorites. Absolutely. Um, Let's dive right in. You got a convo starter for us for today? I got a convo starter. What's one activity that you've always wanted to do together that we haven't done? Joining the Mile High Club does not count. (laughs) Is that your fantasy? I I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't say that. You said it. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard hard for uh, Amanda to keep her hands off of me, and I am quite um, quite the sensual beast. And very, very hard to resist. I'm very attractive. Um, so beyond <laughs> beyond that, yep. <laughs> one, thanks, one activity we have always wanted to do together but have never done. That you have always wanted to do. And then I'll have mine. That we have never done. And, and it's due together? Yeah. Activity due to... Why don't you go first? You've probably thought about it for a second. I have not yet, so... Um, one that I know that will never happen, but I think it would be so flipping fun is go skydiving together. <laughs> I would like for both of us to jump out of a plane together. And, uh, yeah, not I, happening. I know that you're never going to do it. Um, an activity that I've wanted us to do, man, I don't know that they're really, oh, um, Maybe complete a house project without needing a divorce attorney present. It's possible. I was going to say horseback riding on the beach. You know. Oh, you're maybe so... I'm just more romantic than you. Um, you you are. brought up the word divorce in the activity. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know that there's anything. I guess maybe. Yeah. No, that cool. would be really cool. Go horseback riding on the beach. That would be fun. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, I would say another one that we have never done is catch a last minute flight, go to one of our favorite restaurants in the United States, maybe a thousand miles away, just because we feel like it. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. We're like, you know what? We could be eating at Dockside in Savannah right now. Like we could go catch a flight and have dinner. Or Pages Okra in Charleston. Yeah. And just you come know, home. Whatever. Someplace in Atlanta. What <laughs> we need to do that. Paula Deans. I mean, we, we should do that sometime. We should but but here's the thing. Then whenever it's time for us to fly home, we're gonna be like, oh, we kind of just want to stay the night. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and what is it while I'm on that subject? We we travel fairly frequently. I mean, we didn't hardly do any travel in twenty twenty. No, nobody um, did. Just because it just wasn't permitted. I mean, we finally, at the end of the year, went on a trip to uh, Reno. You know, uh, in the middle of the pandemic, we took a little trip down to Port Aransas. 
but when we are able, we travel pretty frequently. And <laughs> I've run into people at work, in church, in friendship circles, and just people that I know that act real weird whenever you tell them you're traveling again and maybe you just took a trip. And I think it's a mixture of things. I think somehow there's a group of people that feel like you're being irresponsible if you're traveling. Yeah. Um, that you're just being kind of a wild child. I think some people are haters and just wish they could live the life you're living. I think some people are not haters, but envious. And there's a difference, you know, yeah. um, boy, I wish that was me. You know, I am happy for them. I just wish it was me. And then I think there are people that just don't understand um, that you can be handling all your responsibilities um, and doing a pretty dang good job and still take some time off time away. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, let, let me tell you something. Um, I like to travel. Okay. Very I like, much. I like vacation. Um, vacation. And that's what our little guy, nine years old, Oliver yeah. calls it V vacation, <laughs> which is so cute. But, um, Wyatt does not call it vacation. No, <laughs> but I have noticed that I've noticed that that is a little bit of a thing that people just will say. I actually had somebody yesterday because I'm starting another new job with another home builder, mm -hmm. which has been like my seventh one that I've worked for. Um, oh, you're changing industry. builders again. And uh, here's the thing. I look at that employment as a contractor position. When there's a builder that has the best deal for me, that's what I take. Yeah. And that's what I do. And if I want to travel, that's what I do. Um, you don't cease to be a Christian when you're traveling. Right. You don't cease to pay your bills when you're traveling. You don't cease to be a good neighbor when you're traveling. You don't cease to, to love your family when you're traveling. You, you really don't do any of that. You know, And as long as you have prepared your money wisely, there's nothing frivolous about it. And I posted a quote. Now, let me see if it's still in my recent pictures here on my phone. Um, well, and to those that are, you know, maybe more envious or haters and stuff, do what we've done and you can do what we do. We have moved to an old home, a three bedroom, one bath old home that we are having to remodel top to bottom. We recently were able to pay off one of our largest debts. You just got a massive increased in finances $25,000 a year yes yeah. we like you said we didn't travel last year right and our we gosh we were able just a couple of weeks ago <laughs> to pay off more than half of our debt right and so and the reason I think this is coming up we just got back from Florida last Wednesday and we're leaving next week for Savannah. Me and Jason, just the two of us, are going to Savannah for it's like three full days. It's not even that long. Um, and we're flying out to Savannah next week, just just the two of us. Um, those that know our situation and then those that don't will explain it. We do summer drop-offs with our little one with bio parents. And so Sunday is our first drop-off. Yep. And we're like, you know what? You don't have to work because your new job doesn't right. start. Doesn't start to the 14th. And we just don't want to be home for that first week right. that he's gone because it sucks. Yep. And so we're like, we can do it. We can afford it right now. We're going to go to our favorite place in the U.S. And, yeah, and there's, we're just going to hang out. And to be honest with you, 
if two weekends after that I want to run down to Port Aransas with my kids, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to check in with anybody. And, and here's the thing. Here's what I quoted, a quote that I shared. Travel, because money returns, time does not. We, we make a lot of good memories on um, vacation and, and traveling and different things like that. So it just kind of is what it is. I was just going to jump on that and address that. We do a lot of traveling. But one of the reasons that I wanted to address that is we are going to plan a marriage getaway for the unconventional family, meaning you guys that are listening. Yes. Um, we're going to set it up with the location, the place, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, there'll be a, like a set price that you need to pay for airfare and lodging and all of that. And then while we are there, we will do some um, interesting stuff for building marriages, yeah. um, maybe at the beach, maybe wherever out to dinner, it'll be, it will be a vacation, but it'll be a vacation where you focus on renewing your marriage. And if that sounds interesting to you, just like months ago when I started saying, text me Backyard Bash, text me 512-845-7986. Text these words to me. Marriage trip. Just marriage trip. Yeah. Do that and uh, let me get the ball rolling on who's interested. So while we're talking about it, we do have a date now to announce for the Backyard Bash. Um, there was several reasons why it took us a little longer than we wanted to. But all of those reasons should be over and done with by July. Mm -hmm. um, so we are announcing that we are doing the Backyard Bash on August the 7th. It is a Saturday. Yes. August the 7th, Saturday. What time do we want to kick that off, Mama? Um, Probably three like... I was about to say two or three. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll go till we feel like not going anymore. Yeah. Um, we'll have an official cutoff time of say 10, 10, something yeah. like that, <laughs> but we will have a pool in the backyard. Probably we'll have the hot tub up and running tiki torches, fun games like cornhole, um, croquet, um, horseshoes, all of that kind of stuff. We'll have the grill set up rocking. We'll probably do a boil of some sort. I have a nice big table with lots of chairs under the covered patio. Going to be a big time. Going to be a big time. Um, so August 7th. Yes. And I know it wasn't like announcement time, but it felt felt good. It, it's um, announcement time if we that, say it is. <laughs> yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. So let's transition out of that into the topic of the day. I developed this topic of the day. Amanda doesn't know hardly anything about what I'm about to say. Mm -mm. Uh, and I don't mean she doesn't have insight. I mean, she doesn't have any preparation in front of her. So this is going to be kind of me interviewing you. And I'm going to just bounce off. Um, there are four points, and I want to bounce every point off of you and see what you think about them, okay? okay? So the topic of the day is how to enjoy your family. And by that, I mean the family that lives under your roof. Right. Or if you're if you're a little bit older, maybe I mean your immediate family, like your husband, wife, sons and daughters, anybody who you raised, all right, or you are married to. Ready? So let me see what you think about this. One major way to make sure that you enjoy your family. And the reason I'm saying why to, how to enjoy your family is I'm watching a bunch of you not enjoy your family. Yeah. I'm seeing people everywhere just so aggravated with their family that they just they need a vacation from their family. And I'm going to put most of that on you, not on your family. Yeah. Most of it's on you. Um, because when your mindset's right about anything, 
when you have a positive, faith-filled, kind, uplifting mindset in your spirit, then you ought to be able to get along with anybody. Most of all, the people that you love more than anybody in this earth. Agree yeah. or disagree, Mom? Agree. So number one, the first step in enjoying your family, I'm going to say is number one is stop the rudeness. Yes. Don't even, don't even play rude. Yeah. Just be nice. Yeah. No. And that's something I think too, that I have had to guard against and then teach the boys because we are very smart Alex. Yeah. We are smart Alex. We're not very serious. And it's like, Every now and then you can catch yourself and you're like, man, like if you go back and think about it, you're like, when's the last time I said something really nice, you know, yes. and wasn't like, come on, boy, or like, ah, you fool or something yeah. like that, just because we play around a whole lot. And so that's something that I have to watch in myself sure. with us just being super playful. Um, but yeah, no, 100%. So number one, stop the rudeness. Stop being so ugly to one another. Um, there's no reason for it. And just yeah. because you're having a bad day doesn't mean everybody else in the family needs to have one. Right. In fact, you don't have to have a bad day one more minute than you want to. Yeah. You can just simply stop having a bad day and say, you know, that was an earlier part of this day and yeah. I'm not going to let it ruin it because I don't give power to things like that. Right. And if you're a Christian, the power belongs to God, right? Mm -hmm. And life and death are in the power of your tongue. So how are you going to talk about the situation? Number two, boycott electronics for periods of time. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, you that's, enjoy that's your family. one of my favorites. You want to enjoy your family? Just go to a dinner and leave your phone in the car. <laughs> you know, it, it blew me away. It's been about four or five years ago now. But a fairly... Mm, quasi well-known preacher. <laughs> we went out to dinner because we're a part of the ministry staff at, at our church. And it wasn't my pastor and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't my wife, but literally everybody on that team for this preacher, including that preacher stared at their phone for 90% of the time they were at the table. Yeah. Yeah. There was no, <clears throat> sincere communication happening i was um blown away yeah i am blown away that 90 percent of you just will not you won't do it leave your phone in the car for dinner yeah matter of fact pretty much from this point forward unless my kids are not with me now see there's a caveat yeah now you might say well the caveat for me is what if my work calls do Is you it work have, hours? <laughs> do you not have boundaries with your job? Yeah. Do you not have any boundaries with your employer? Yeah. Like, okay, how long are you going to be in the restaurant? Two hours max? Max. Probably an hour? Yeah. Okay. Your employer can be followed up with two hours and 15 minutes later. Absolutely. Yeah, unless you're like... On call on or some something. sort of call yeah. or something. But don't use the absurd to prove the rule. No. No, that's an exception. Get off the phone. Kick the kids off the electronics. Maybe it's not out to dinner. Maybe you just sit down and have a conversation in your living room. Yeah. Or play a game. Or something that Wyatt has been super into. Puzzles. And Oliver likes to help. And Legos. For a, 
a certain amount of time and then it gets aggravated is puzzles. Like we went out thrifting over the weekend and Wyatt picked a puzzle of all things. And so just sit down without the phones, without the electronics and just be a family. Let's say that you don't have children yet. There's a fair amount of people that listen to our podcast that do not have children yet. Yeah. Um, one thing, this applies to you too. Just sit down and have a discussion with your spouse or your significant other for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Go for a walk and leave the phones behind. Yeah. You would be amazed what you would notice about God's creation and about the person that you chose is actually a pretty cool person. Yeah. You know, they may be irritating as all hell, but they might <laughs> they might be pretty cool too, right? Yeah. So boycott electronics for small periods and sometimes large periods of time. Yes. Okay. Number three, sincerely take interest in your family. Yes. Now, the reason I said sincerely is there's a lot of go-through-the-motions daddies mm -hmm. out there. Why did I not say mamas? There are some go through the motions, mamas. Sure. But I don't use the exception to prove the rule. Right. Okay. It's, There's yeah, an it's enormous amount of dads that just show up out of obligation. Sincerely take an interest in what your children and your spouse are doing. Yeah. Learn about what, it. Teach yourself about it. What's something that Oliver's into, mom? Um, well, right now, Legos. Mm -hmm. to baseball. Uh, baseball trying to think what else he's into a whole lot right now at youtube obviously yeah. like we'll watch youtube videos with him um so take those what, what's something why it's into actually legos <laughs> actually legos um puzzles working right out. now it's working out he has decided he wants to try to get into a junior college here in texas and play football and play football and so we've just been pounding that and pushing that. Um, and it was so, it was cool. Cause like you said, sincerely take interest. We were driving home last night. I think it was yes. last night. And he was like leaning over Jason's um, shoulder. Jason was in the passenger seat. I was driving and he like leaned over and he was like, are you looking at um, Blinn? And Jason was like, well, yeah. And so Jason was reading up on, he decided he wanted, you know, to try to go to Blinn for football. And so I think that right there was just like, oh, like he was listening when I yes. said I wanted to go to Blinn. Yes. And now just on a random Wednesday night as we're driving, he's looking up Blinn <laughs> on his phone. Yes, and then was. he was like, what is that? And he was like, it's the athletics page. Like seeing, you know, what the football team and stuff looks like. And then this morning, because you're not working, you took him to to work out up at the school. You went with him to the school for his workout and then you pushed him. Absolutely. And then whenever you got home, you did his protein powder and his drink and stuff that he needed. And we all sit down at the table and he's just like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And I'm like, every time you feel this way, think Blinn. I said, when you're sitting at that table your senior year and you're signing your commitment to them, remember how this felt and how hard you worked for it. And so stuff like that, just pick up on things that they say. And if they say that they have an interest in something, push them because yeah. especially teenage boys, they're going to have an interest in so many different things. Discern what's good for them and parents work, feed that, 
feed what is good I, for them. I am a youth pastor on an interim basis right now. Um, I can go down my entire youth group and tell you something that each one of my kids yeah. is into. I can right now. Yeah. <laughs> one of them likes crawfish. One of them likes to sing. Yeah. Four of them like football. Two of them are very into gaming. One of them is very into making music. One of them is a hardcore fisherman. Two of them play baseball and really love baseball. Yeah. And I know what they're into because I'm interested in what they're into. Yeah. Now, years down the road, here's what will happen, parents. There will be a little girl or a little boy come along who will show all kinds of interest in what your child is into. Yep. And you may not like the person they're dating, but because you haven't been sincere in your interests, you will lose the position of influence in their life and you'll be all butthurt about it. You'll probably come talk to me about it, and I will hearken back to this very subject right here. <laughs> Podcast number 20. You did not take sincere interest in what they're into. Now this person has, and they have more influence. And did you know that John Maxwell defines influence and leadership as the same thing? Yeah. They're now following the leadership of a boyfriend or girlfriend because you did not lay down the prominent position in their life of sincere, genuine interest. Yeah. Amen. Number four and the last one is how to enjoy your family, have common goals, and fight the same fights. Yes. Yeah. I see a lot of families that seem to be fighting each other all the time. Yeah. And I think that's because they're not vision, mission, purpose oriented. Mm -hmm. They're just floating through life. And so I guess everybody needs a villain. And their villain is, well, my husband's pissing me off today. Yeah. Really? That's the extent? Dude, you are <laughs> such a small person. Yeah. Rise up. Yeah. I, you don't always have to have a villain. No. <laughs> have some common fights, some common goals. What do you say about it, Mama? No, I like that. Common interest. And it's kind of, this is crazy that you're bringing this up now because I had no idea. But obviously, moving out here in this house that we live in, the common goal for us is, you know, remodeling and fixing up the house and getting everything super nice. Well, Wyatt has decided he himself wants to build in the backyard a little space for him. And he wants to put in a pond and he wants a, he wants a pet bass. Oh God. Fish. My, he has a mullet too. Yeah. And so, and he's like looking it up last night and I told him, I said, well, give me a drawing. Let me see what we're working with before I approve. And he's just like, I've got this yard, you know, we're fixing it up. Here's what I've got. And they're completely interested in it. And like Oliver will look at Pinterest and like bathrooms and patios and stuff. And like when we're all outside working, I think it was Saturday when we got home yeah. from out of town, we all like dove out into the yard. We are not used to having a big yard. And so it's kind of taken us a little while to get used to it, but we were all out there. And then two... Um, not going to go into too much of this because we're new to this, but we've recently entered the stock market and we're trying to learn the stock market and the boys know it. And we're trying to teach it to them because we would like for them not to be in their mid to upper thirties before they learn what successful people do. And a lot of successful people enter the stock market. And it's been so cool today both of them have been so interested in it. It was so cute. We had um, the stocks on the TV 
and we were sitting down, we were having like lunch together and Oliver's like run into the TV and he's looking at the numbers and it hit like this number that we, we really wanted it to. And he starts jumping around and he's like, we hit it, we hit it, we hit it. And then Wyatt like sat in the living room um, and he was laying on the couch, like just watching it and learning it. And he's like, whoa, what are they doing? Or, Hey, what does that mean? And so we're all just kind of coming together on small stuff. We're not even talking about just having common goals towards these big massive things but it's just kind of cool how it's all coming together why with the pond and then everybody's on board with this being in the stock market and we're trying to be you know pretty transparent with them of hey yeah like we're making money today or we lost money today and this is the way it works and it's just it's been really really neat to kind of see that just come together in the last what week week and a half and I'm sure I could go on with more that have happened just over time over the last eight years. But those are the two fresh ones that yep. that come up. And it's super cool because it's just, I mean, how many 17-year-olds could... want to lay on the couch <laughs> or in the living room with their parents and watch the stock market? Well, but because we may have been resting a little bit because I worked them out. Yeah, no, that is true. <laughs> that is true. But, but really, like, would you have done that with your parents? But we're transparent with him. We're like, look, we yeah. put this in and this is what, and I'm like, son, I want you to learn this because the minute you turn 18, we can start showing you like what to buy into. And so anyways, I just thought it was really cool. It was like yeah. this family come together. And then if, last night when we were like, you and I were just laying in here after we got home and Wyatt's sitting on the computer, the computer's in our bedroom, which is where our office is. And he's just sitting there looking, you know, at these ponds. And you and I are laying on the bed and we're all just, and he wanted us to pull up um, this Jaira song that we sang at church no, no, last Jira. night. It was Jericho. Jericho. There Jericho. we go. And um, Sean, Sean sang. Yeah. Awesome job. Dennis and Sean did that. Yeah. And he's like, can y'all play that song? And so like you and I are laying, you know, on the bed, he's sitting at the computer and he's like wanting to listen to this worship song and look at this pond. And I'm like, this is just really cool. And then yeah. I told you today, like, we need to figure out how all four of us can be home all the time because my little heart is so happy that all four of us yeah and we just we enjoy being around each other yep like we've had the best time in the past couple of days and so. i couldn't rally together and create a better ending to that segment than to say that right there would be yeah how to enjoy your family we just taught you how yeah we just taught you how just embrace so, it embrace them um, we have been as you know um, doing family values. There's a family value. Every single, is that pug snoring again? <laughs> anyway, there's a family value that we go over every single time because yeah. one of the missions of unconventional family is to restore um, the family values that maybe your grandparents' generation would have taught you. Yeah. And this one may not be. This may be a bit... <laughs> more modern i don't know because this really is just different with each family but the family value of the day is saying i love you yeah i did not hear those words a lot out of either parent yeah okay it just wasn't something now i felt loved but right. it wasn't something that was said now i think it's important for the young men I am raising to hear their father and their mother say, I love you. I love you. I was thinking about you. I care about you. Yeah. To an annoying 
degree. <laughs> yeah. To an annoying degree. Absolutely. And the reason I say that is this right here, Mama. If they do get infected with depression in their life mm-hmm. and the enemy of their soul tries to get them to commit suicide or harm themselves or start taking drugs and the thought goes through their mind, does anyone care? Yeah. I pray that they never get my voice out of their head. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I need yeah. you. Yeah. And it's said a lot around here. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like every time we walk into the living room, I'm like, hey, love, love you. Or every time, like, we go in and out of Wyatt's room, which is often like, parents, quit being scared of your kid's room. That is, it's weird to me that they're like, oh, I don't go in my kid's room. <laughs> um, we are in and out of our boys' room on the regular. Like, sure. you aren't hiding anything in there from us because. Not really. We're in there. <laughs> um, but like any, and just and not at night, but anytime we walk, I'm pretty sure Wyatt's probably heard it four or five times today. Just every sure. time I walk out of his room, love you, bub. Or every time I walk into the living room where Oliver is, love you, bub. And we just, we say it a lot around here so that, like you said, if they are at their lowest of lows, it's something while they're living in this house, it's something that they're going to hear multiple times a day. And so they, they can't will. ever say they don't love me. Now, on top of saying it, if you don't show it and you're just saying it to say it, they know that they're not stupid. Sure Kids are do. not stupid. They yeah. are so freaking smart. So don't just be like, I love you. And then talk to them oh, like well, they're a piece of crap. Let's, let's just be honest. They're um, biological family. Yeah. Some of their family. Uh, let's, let's not beat around the bush. Their biological mother yeah. does that all the time. Well, I love you. I love you. But yet you don't protect them from abuse. Right. So, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. you know. That's for- a whole nother, I think, <laughs> podcast of, I think, what does love actually mean? Because loving is Is it a copyright infringement to play a clip from a, a TikTok video of my own? I don't think it is. I don't think so. The, I mean, maybe the music, but no, there's no music. There's no music. Oh, I'm gonna play it. Here's well, here's, then you should be good. Yeah. Here's how I feel about about protecting children. You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was able to be heard, but yeah. if not, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But <laughs> you're exactly right. You have to show it in. So on, so forth, the whole nine yards have them. But we say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore time. Ooh, Give ooh. me your four greatest dog breeds. Oh, oh boy. You want me to kick off? Yes. I'll kick it off. I'll Do it. it off. Okay. We're, Wait, like ones that I've been around or can it just be like ones that I want to? Like, can it be a mixture of both? Sure. Be a mixture okay. of both. Okay. okay. Number one, um, my four Mount Rushmore, right? Um my four dog breeds that absolutely deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore of dogs. Everything all right? Yes. Sorry. It's been raining here um, for days upon days and our puppies are outside. And Coco has obviously been swimming in a mud puddle because she is no longer fawn colored. Is she brown? She's black? She's, yeah. She's muddy. She is so Well, muddy. let's talk about it because I'm putting the pug on there. The pug <laughs> is on the Mount Rushmore and I'm putting the Mastiff on there. Yes. And you say, well, that's your two dogs. Yes. But we, what I've discovered about the Mastiff is they are fierce protectors of their family, mm-hmm. fiercely loyal, extremely kind and loving dogs. Yes, they're large, but they are mm-hmm. 
just wonderful family dogs. Yeah. The pug, the pug has proved to be um, the best friend a kid could have. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just, I would buy another one of either kind of those breeds. She has enough energy to keep up with Oliver when he's spitting fire. But then she has the chill to lay next to him and watch an entire movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm putting them both on there. I am putting the German Shepherd on the list. Mm, that's a good one. I uh, love, love, love German Shepherds. And lastly, to round it out for me, I am putting uh, on the fourth and final spot the lab. I'm mm. putting the lab on there. Because the labs are just, I know they're high energy, so on and so forth. Just, they're um, just all American dogs. Everybody's got to love a lab. Yeah. Honorable mentions, bulldogs. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, multi, <laughs> multi-poos, different little, you know, Yorkies. There's a lot of honorable mentions for me, but I had to choose four. Those are my four. Mama, what are your four? All right. Um, I'm going to go with Mastiff and Pug. Boom, boom. Yeah, because they're just great. Um, I want one of these so bad I can't stand it. I want a Pomsky. It's a Pomeranian Husky mix. Wah, 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 wah. They're so cute. They're like little <laughs> teddy bear dogs. And then this is another dog that I want because they just look so stinking like friendly is a Golden Doodle. Actually, I've been around a couple of golden doodles, and they're very—they're similar to a lab. Yeah, it's kind of in that family, lab retriever family. Yeah, I think they're high energy. They're smart. Um, they don't really shed a whole lot, and I think they're like one of the only hyperallergenic I'm sorry, dogs. Did you said they don't hyper hyper shed. Yeah, it sounded like you said shit. No, they don't shed. Okay, shed. You might want to believe me out on what I just said, <laughs> but that's what it sounded like. They don't. They don't poop a lot. Is someone knocking on our door? I think so. Just pause for a minute. Come in. Come here, Oliver. There's Oliver. He just came in because he's got Lego set up in our room. And I think he's... Are you needing Lego pieces? So, so listen to no, me. No, Did you need Lego pieces? No. What'd you need? iPad. Yes, and Legos. Why is watching stuff that is scary and I do not like that sort of... Now they're... Okay. Okay. Hey, so what we are talking about on the podcast right now, I just want your input. I want you to talk right into this microphone, okay? We just said we're going to name our four favorite dog breeds. Okay? What would your four favorite be? Dog breeds. Right here into this. Talk right into that. Pug. Amen. Mastiff. Amen. Husky. Husky. That's Ooh. a great one. Pomeranian. All no, right. that's my yeah, boy. Good job, good job. All right. Get what you need. We'll put it on pause for a second. Instead of a husky. A pomsky. That's my boy. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, the man has weighed in on the issue of the hour, <laughs> and it is what it is. And you know what? It was kind of a combination of our... Yeah. I mean, he threw his own out there. Yeah. You know, the Husky, which is kind of like a German Shepherd. That wolf, wolf looking dog. Looking yeah. dumb. Anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Now it's time for quote chat. Quote in the chat. Quote in the chat. My quote today um, is this right here. It has really nothing to do with what our topic was about. I don't think mine does Be either. Be full of variety. 
Parents do not inherently have the right to hurt their children. Hmm. Now, I can already hear it. Well, bless God, spare the rod, spoil the child. I got whooped with a belt and that hurt. If you are at such a base level intellect that you can't understand that I am not talking about regular discipline that may hurt a little bit. Right. And to be honest with you, I don't even want you to listen to this. Just go find something else to listen to. Go listen to Sesame Street or something because that's the maturity level you're on. I am talking about hurting children. Hurting them for the sake of hurting them. You don't have a right to hurt your children just because they're yours. Right. You just simply do not. You don't have a right to hurt their heart. You don't have a hurt, right to hurt their their development. You don't have a right to hurt them physically outside of regular, regimented, ordinary, reasonable discipline. Yes. And amen. What you got, Mama? Two things to remember in life. Take care of your thoughts when you are alone and take care of your words when you are with people. Say it one more time because I think it was really good. Two things to remember in life. Take care of your thoughts when you are alone. Amen. And take care of your words when you are with people. Absolutely. Isn't that Absolutely. good? So good. So good. Let's take that to heart. Mama, it's been good to be back. Man, it's been good to be back. I've enjoyed it. And us we're out of yeah, here in less than 45 long. minutes we're gonna go make some dinner some good old frito pie um have some dinner and then we are gonna come back and record because we're going on vacation again next week so we've got to have one for next week see you next week see you next week love you <laughs> love you love hurts love <laughs> i'm sorry and now a word from my children. And thank you for listening to the Unconventional Family Podcast. No, 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 no. It goes like what? this. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Unconventional Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed it. No, 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 no. I think it should go like this. Thank you for listening to the Unconventional Podcast. No, no, America's. No, 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 no. Here's how it goes. We out, boy. Reason to chase and payment on my own Cause you're here to stay every night